1: Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too? And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from overall Lack2179, who says, My family is blaming me for a fight after my half-brother destroyed pictures of my mum. So a bit of backstory. I, 16 male, recently moved in with my dad, 47 male, after my mum died. Dad's never really been in my life and he and my mum were never married. He has a wife, S, 48 female, and two other kids, A, 14 female, and M, 18 male. So when I ended up moving in with my dad, it obviously caused a lot of issues with the rest of the family. Nobody wanted me there and basically gave me the cold shoulder. S, M, and A tend to talk with each other in French because they know that I can't understand them. My dad has tried to force an English-only rule in the house with little luck. For the first month, M just ignored me completely, even though he and I were forced to share a room since the house didn't have any space. I tried to be nice, but I just lost my mum, and it hurts, and it's been so much change so quickly. Two days ago, though, I found the postcards and pictures and letters from my mum ripped into a bunch of pieces and all scattered across my bed. I kept them in a box under my bed and M had been the only one in the house with me at the time so I know he did it. I started yelling at him and we ended up verbally fighting right as S and A got back home. I can't remember what M said anymore because I was so mad that I wasn't thinking straight but I remember hitting him. We both exchanged a couple of punches and I accidentally elbowed A in the nose while she and S were trying to separate us, so she was bleeding too. When my dad got home, we were all still yelling and S was trying to throw me out of the house. I couldn't stop crying because I just had my only actual photos of my mum ruined and I don't know if we can fix them. My dad tried to settle everyone down but didn't end up punishing M because there's no actual proof that he did it. I got in trouble for throwing the first punch and S is still trying to convince my dad to send me somewhere else. Both A and M keep telling me that I ruined their family by coming here, but I didn't really have a choice. I know I shouldn't have hit M, but I was so mad and didn't think. I know I shouldn't have escalated anything, but am I the only one at fault here? I don't know how I'm supposed to live with M anymore. And we do have updates to this post in a moment. But I just found your dad's reaction to this weird as hell. Like your dad tried to settle everyone down. Which, you know, right. But didn't end up punishing M because there's no actual proof that he did it. Like this is some sort of court case scenario. Obviously, I get it. Don't punish someone if you don't know if they did it or not. But at the same time, just leaving it at that. Yeah, I don't know if he did it. So I can't do nothing about it. Oh, well, put the pictures in the bin and let's move on. Absolutely not. You need to find out who ripped up those photos and then act accordingly but in the end this is an awful situation for op to be in not being welcomed into the family not being loved or shown any respect at all and just an incredibly sad situation for op and it just got me thinking is there any other family members op maybe gets on with a lot more grandparents something like that and i know i say it every time but it's very very easy for me to say this sort of stuff but when you're in that situation i mean it's completely different isn't it But I just think for OP's well-being and mental health, this isn't a good environment for them to grow up in, is it? But yeah, that's not a problem, says. These parents need to hold somebody accountable. Because obviously your pictures didn't just rip themselves up. You're right that you shouldn't have hit your half-brother, but assuming that your mum passed away rather recently, you were in grief. So it's not unreasonable that you'd be upset by this. I'm sorry this happened to you. That's a truly awful thing to discover. OP says, it's been about two and a half months and it was really sudden. My mom and I were really close and I think I've seen my dad twice before I had to go live with him, not for almost a decade. I know I still have recent pictures on my phone, but it's not the same. A deleted user says, you should probably try and talk to your dad about how you feel. This is not a good home environment at all. OP says, I've tried and I think he's just trying to be the good guy on both sides. He knows everyone else doesn't want me there, but it's been hard on them too. So he's trying to be mindful of that, I guess. But I feel like it's at my expense. Max Fury Road says, I don't think you could say punching him was inappropriate. Your dad may have tried to, at some point, enforce some respect of you, but his parenting obviously failed. And if he cannot see that and assume both his and his son's responsibility, he's not really acting as a good person. And you shouldn't see him as such. Try to rely on friends and family from your mother's side if you have it. If not for material help, for emotional support. I can't imagine how hard it must be, but I'm afraid you are pretty much on your own or have to learn to function by yourself. Revolutionary Pay says if you are 16, the other two are 14 and 18, you are an affair baby. This is probably why they don't like you. Destroyed your photos was quite evil to be fair and you have every right to get to know your father and half-siblings. You don't know what the stepmother has said about you to them. Your dad seems to want this to work out for you in his and your home. Can you not just keep away from them as much as possible until the hostility dies down? And then one more question with irrelevant information. Someone asks, "Can you stay with your mum's family?" A family friend. I hope your answer saying it's just grandparents on my mum's side, and they basically disowned her because my dad was married to his wife when my mum got pregnant. They're very religious, and I haven't had any contact with them since I was born. It didn't even come to her funeral. I don't have any family on my mum's side that can take me in and my dad lives in a different country and my mum and I lived in before, so we're not close to anyone I used to know. Then OP updates the post, which says, so I've posted about this here and here before, but things have gotten worse and I feel like I don't know how to navigate it. It's been about six months since I, 16 male, had to move in with my dad, 47 male, and his family after my mum died and I still feel like his wife and my half-siblings despise me just for being there. The issue of my mum's pictures getting destroyed turned what was already a shitty situation into something that is just killing me. I ended up sleeping on the couch for almost two months because I couldn't stand the sight of my half-brother, M, 18 male. After what he did to my stuff, and started carrying a backpack around the house with anything personal that I brought from my mum's apartment, wherever I went, so nothing else could be damaged. M ended up apologising to me, but it seemed more of a show for my dad than an actual apology to me. My dad's wife, S, 48 female, and my half sister, A, now 15 female, still barely acknowledged me and still almost exclusively used French in the house, which I'm only now starting to pick up on words and conversation for. I've always felt like a stranger in this house, and while I understand why they don't want me around, I don't know what I can do to try and make things work. The worst of it came three weeks ago when I lost my keys to the house and got stuck out in the rain after I came home. I tried calling my dad, but he didn't pick up and I rang the doorbell as many times as I could because I saw S's car outside the house, so I knew she was home. There isn't much close by us, so I couldn't walk anywhere to wait. By the time my dad got home an hour and a half later, I was soaked and cold and when we got inside, Esther said that she was on a call and couldn't hear the doorbell ringing. I couldn't even talk to her and I just went upstairs and cried in the bathroom before going to bed. My dad apologized later for not seeing my message sooner, but that's not really the issue here. I feel sick living here, can barely eat or sleep half the time. My grades are tanking and I don't feel like I can talk to anyone. I miss my mom and everyone is pretending like she never existed and I have to basically do the same thing so nobody at home gets mad at me. The main issue is, a week ago, my dad's best friend, who his husband, who I've met a couple of times, and stayed with the first couple of nights after I reconnected with my dad while he was trying to figure out how to bring me home, heard about me being locked out of the house and asked if I wanted to come stay with them for a while. I want to say yes so bad because anywhere has to be better than where I'm staying now but I know it's going to cause issues with my dad because he ruined his entire relationship with his family to be able to bring me home so I wouldn't have to go into foster care and it's going to seem incredibly ungrateful. I know my dad's trying, he really is, but I don't know what I'm going to do if I have to keep living in this house until I turn 18. How do I broach the subject with him? Is trying to move out even worth it at this point or should I just toughen up and deal with it for the next year and a half? And we do have further updates in a second, but I was curious about the Redditor's comments on this particular post. Because my initial thoughts on this is that you shouldn't be staying anywhere out of guilt at all. You don't owe your father anything in this particular scenario. To me, I'm really pissed off at him that he's not doing more in this situation. And you're living in this environment where you're being treated like absolute shit by everyone around you. He knows that's the case as well. from the way he's acting around you, etc. And yes, you know, he might be trying, but it's not enough. Nobody should have to live the way that you're living right now, carrying around a backpack to protect your things. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it.
0: Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's Bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
1: Awful. But Peace Salam says you're living in a hostile environment with time that will really affect your health negatively. You've been offered a safe space to live, don't walk, but run in that direction. Your dad is the adult. Let him deal with all of the negative consequences. Put yourself first. I'm really sorry about the loss of your mother. An OP replies in, honestly, I feel like it probably already is. I'm so tired all the time, but can't sleep and somehow still can't get out of bed in the morning. I feel like I haven't even got a chance to breathe or process the fact that my mum's dead because there's been so much change so quick. Which is also kind of why I don't want to have to move houses again. Melrose says, I am so sorry. Your father's wife and your half-siblings have a lot of misplaced anger. Do they treat your father the same way they've been treating you? Although in relation to the advice you are seeking, that's neither here nor there. I'll definitely take your dad's friend up on the offer. Even if it's just for a short while, you need to get out of that toxic situation. You also need to have a frank talk with your dad. Is he backing you up in these situations or does he stand by and let them treat you like that? You're going through a rough time and it must be terrible to feel like no one is there to support you. hope he replies saying, There was definitely a lot of tension between my dad, A and S, but that seems to have mostly gone away after the first couple of months. M seems still pissed at him, but it kind of feels like they just turned all the anger on me. I've tried talking to my dad about it, at least a little, but there aren't a lot of times where it's just the two of us and I don't feel comfortable saying anything in front of everyone else. Nobody really does anything to me in front of my dad, except the language thing, which he does try to stop every time he catches it. But M and S usually just do things behind his back to hurt me. And I think my dad doesn't want to believe that his wife and kids are capable of treating me like that. And one more comment where he replies to it from Cliche Cat Girl who says, what an awful situation. I'm so sorry for the loss of your mother. As a mother myself, I want nothing more than to take you in and give you the longest hug ever. If I were your mum." i will tell you to go where you are safest. Your dad's household is not safe and it is actively damaging your mental and physical health. I get that your father is doing his best and it's kind of an impossible situation he is in in trying to placate everyone. But here's the thing. As your parent, his priority should be your health and safety, even if it means you living under a different roof. Now, I don't know this other couple, but the fact that they're willing to house a strange teenager with a troubled family history puts them in a very positive light in my eyes. They didn't have to do that. Most people wouldn't, but they did. You have the option of going back where you'd be safe. Please prioritize yourself. That being said, I don't know the best way of going about it. One commenter mentioned going for a weekend and a bit more frequently to ease the transition. I like this idea, but I worry about your stepmother retaliating somehow. It sounds like anything she can do to make you suffer, she will. Maybe she'll impose on your dad to forbid you from going over there because she'd rather you be miserable. On the other hand, she may be overjoyed to finally be rid of you. I suggest you make a plan. One option is to try and ease the transition route but be prepared to 100% move out at the first sign of things going awry. Another option is to straight up move out. Talk to your dad first. If he can't make time for one-on-one time with his kid, then fuck it, leave. You will have your answer. That's nice he kept you out of the foster system, but don't mistake him doing the bare minimum as something you need to repay. You don't owe him a damn thing. Take care of you first, sending you lots of mum love, and reach out anytime. I mean it. Opie replies saying, Honestly, when I read this comment, I had to go sit outside and cry for a little bit because just the thought of getting a hug from my mum was enough to set me off. I really needed that. Thank you my dad's bff and his husband are really nice from the times we've interacted and are honestly the only ones who put all the blame on my dad for actually having the affair and keeping me a secret until it had to come out they know none of this is my fault and i think they're just trying to figure out any way to help me and i don't really feel like i deserve it considering how little they know me i'll try and figure out how to get my dad alone this weekend because i don't know how much more of this i can take so Opie updates the post again saying it's been about a week since I talked to my dad and I've had a couple of people message me about an update so I figure I'd give one. For those who didn't see my original post, I, 16 male, had to move in with my dad, 47 male, and his family after my mum died and things have been extremely strained. The worst incidents being my half-brother ripping pics of my mum up and my dad's wife leaving me locked out of the house so I was given the offer to move out by my dad's friend and his husband, both 30s male. I followed a couple of people's suggestion and text my dad's friend that I wanted to leave and they ended up suggesting we all go out to lunch. I think they could both tell how nervous I was around my dad and my dad's friend Jay ended up being the one to bring up the idea of me moving out. My dad seemed completely blindsided by it and asked why I wanted to move out. Jay and his husband B reminded him about everything that's been going on at home and I just kind of sat there. My dad seemed really upset and it made me feel terrible because I already felt guilt about leaving. But then he just asked if I really wanted to go. I said yes, and he just immediately agreed. It kind of hit me that I wanted him to try and fight for me, to say sorry for everything that he's been letting happen, and for my dad to try and keep me at home, but he just let me go like it was nothing. It's been hard after my mum died, and my dad's the only family I've got left, so it really didn't make me feel any better about leaving, even though I don't have to deal with my dad's family anymore. B took me back to their apartment while Jay went with my dad to get them my stuff from the house. And they had set up their extra room for me already. They apologized that they hadn't been able to do this sooner. And they had hoped that I would like living with them. Jay came back with all of my things and they kind of gave me time to decompress. I ended up sleeping for almost 16 hours because I was so exhausted. Over the last week, they've been really nice about making me feel at home and have talked to me about getting me into therapy to deal with losing my mum and everything that's happened at my dad's house. They're also trying to figure out how to move me into a different school so I don't have to deal with my half-sister and everyone that knew my half-brother. It's the first time in months that I feel like I can actually breathe and I don't feel like I'm constantly on guard. My dad hasn't texted me much or reached out in the last week, so I don't know what's going to happen with him. But for now, I'm safe, I guess. So that's what's happened so far. Thanks to everyone that gave me advice and wished me well. It's been really hard lately, and it's made me feel less alone. Oh, dearie me. OP talking about, you know, being able to breathe and the almost sense of relief. I'm feeling that, and it's bringing me to tears. But OP does have another update, which says, Hey, everyone. I know it's been a while since I made my update post about moving out of my dad's house and a lot of people have been asking for another update. So I figured I'd give one last update. Things have been relatively quiet since I moved out. I transferred schools and started therapy a few months ago. Jay and B have been really kind about giving me space to grieve my mum, and I don't feel like I have to hide all of her stuff anymore. I managed to get a couple of pictures digitally repaired thanks to someone reaching out to me on here and while it's not the same, at least it's something family wise it's still hard after my post blew up it ended up reaching a my half sister she said she had read all the comments and started feeling bad about everything that her mum and brother did she ended up apologizing for what she had done and understood if i didn't want to forgive her we text for a while about all of it and we've been in an okay place since that talk i still haven't heard anything from m and s but i didn't really expect to either My dad has come over to Jay and B's apartment to see me a few times and we go out to lunch about once a month. But other than that, I haven't really seen him much. Jay did tell me about three weeks ago. My dad moved out of the house and got his own apartment. From what it sounds like, he and S aren't separating yet, but giving her space. I tried texting him about it, but never got a response. Things are okay now, even though it's getting close to a year since my mum died, which will probably be hard when it happens. Thanks for everyone that messaged me or commented. I'm sorry I didn't respond to everyone, but the response was a little overwhelming. I'm I'm seeing this as a positive update. I know OP's been through a hell of a time, but J and B sound absolutely like wonderful people in this to take you in, to help you with therapy and get you on the right path, which absolutely sounds perfect. You're able to grieve your mother in the way that you need to right now, which is a wonderful thing. And I think getting to that year when a loved one has died, that anniversary date is a tough experience. I remember my dad's one hit me particularly hard. I didn't think you know, I was very pragmatic through his illness and dealt with it in the way that I needed to. And I didn't think that once he passed away, because it was a relief for me and my family in some ways and for himself as well from what he went through. And I didn't think the one year would really affect me, but I can remember just sitting there. And I wasn't even thinking of it at the time, but something just popped into my head. I think it was a song from the Carpenters or something like that. And it just absolutely set me off. And in that moment, it made me realize, you know, the grief is not over and it's probably a a lifelong thing. So yeah, I've gone off on there a little bit, but take the time that you need to grieve. It's not something that just goes away. And as long as you're doing it in a safe and healthy way, you do it the way that you need to. And as for your half-sister finding the post and seeing the comments and feeling bad, I'm glad that she did see the comments. I'm glad that she does feel bad. And I'm glad that she did apologize about it. Do you need to forgive her? Absolutely not. She'd put you for absolute hell as well. I know her home life was all thrown up in the air and it's probably a wild time for them too, but that doesn't excuse being an asshole to you. So I don't believe you need to forgive that either if you don't want to. And OP, you just sound like a wonderful person. Keep on being you. And I really do wish you the best of the future. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. Truly, it does. I know I say it a ton, but I'm always blown away that this is the time out of your life, out of your day that you're spending with me. Listen to a story or two and I'm blown away. So, thank you so, so much. And hopefully, I'm going to see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
0: Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, don't mind, clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know that's a dead. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello?